It's Friday, and you know what we do over here on Fridays, 8.30, on Candace's Sash. We sash with some of the best women in the business out here, and today we have the beautiful Tamara. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for blessing us with your, with your time and your energy and your vibes today. We're about to take do self-care, people. Let the self-care care queen into the building. She's in the building. So here we go, people. Let's dive into it. For those of you for the first time, tell them who you are and what it is that you do. So my name is Tamar Anderson, and I am a registered nurse by day, a pastry chef by night, and then a cannabis entrepreneur 24-7 because cannabis literally bleeds into everything I do. The nursing, the baking, the cooking, the mothering, the parenting, all of that. And I am the owner of Culinary and Cannabis. We are an interactive educational cannabis event production company. Yes. So before we get into the production company and the education and the cooking, why cannabis? What year is it? It's 2021. Why not? Um, Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got into it earlier than now because um, I think I probably would be jaded if I got into the industry now because okay. it's really, really crazy. Um, but there are kind of two reasons I got into cannabis. One is a personal, one's a business. Um, so I have, an, I have another brand. My first real entrepreneurial adventure um, was Sugar and Spiked. And I make alcohol infused desserts. And I live in California. So there's opportunity for lots of celebrity events. Um, so we would do album release parties, record parties, birthday parties for celebrities, those kind of things. And they would be like, um, you make with alcohol, do you infuse with cannabis? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't do it for you. Like, I'm not I'm not making that for you. Um, so, you know, as an entrepreneur, you don't like to leave money on the table. Like, you don't want to do that, especially if it's a repeated, repeated, repeated. Because if they're not getting it from you, they're going to go get it from somebody else, right? Okay. Right. So, you know, originally we just started with wanting to implement it into our brand that we already have. Didn't even think about having another brand, just implementing it into what we were already doing. But on that mission to like learn recipes and things like that, I saw tons of recipes, but none that talked about calculation and dosage. And I knew that that was important because my first go around with the alcohol, that was really, really important and really difficult. So I was like, if I had a hard time finding out how to do this with alcohol, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like for cannabis. Right. So that was, that was, that was one reason, the reason that I, continue or looked at it outside of just providing it as a medicinal recre I mean a recreational you know benefit was um me and my son both have a rare medical condition called Job syndrome okay 
And what Job syndrome is, is basically your body does not create the DNA to fight off staph bacteria. And if okay. you know anything about biology, staph is everywhere. You cannot avoid it. Um, right. So when I was younger, I was sick all the time. In and out of the hospital probably every six months. Um, okay. My mom was a young mom. And back then, you know, healthcare, healthcare insurance wasn't necessarily a, a big thing or you know knew about streamlining it so she would just take me to whoever when I got sick to whoever so I didn't have um, consistent care when you don't have consistent care anyone it's hard to be diagnosed because you don't right. have a track record of like what's wrong with you so I just went on my whole life just like okay I just have eczema and I'm just sick like right this is this is normal to me this is the okay. average okay. Um, but being but also with you being sick all the time it made me um, I think kind of appreciate every moment in life because I'm okay. my mom and my, my whole family would tell you. Even my brother told me one time, he was like, You're the only one in the family that will just go out and do some shit. Like, I'm not afraid because what, what's gonna happen? I've already almost died 15 times. So what's gonna, right. what's the worst that's gonna happen to me if I try to do something? I'm gonna fail, then I'm gonna have to do it again. Like, whatever. So I'm very um always trying to do something, very, very busy. Um, always implementing and doing things, always trying new stuff. Um, but with the Job syndrome, it literally is, it's an emotional uh, syndrome, right? So if I'm not happy, I'm not healthy. My okay. eczema breaks out, I get um, abscesses, I get pneumonia. Okay. It's just a mess. So I learned that when I was probably 22, 23. So like being in relationships, if you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, bro, I'm I'm out because you can't make me sick. Like literally sick. I, right. I don't, have right. Time for you. I don't have time for that. Um. So when my son was born, he's literally a duplicate of me. Look just like me. DNA just like me. Has his own personality, but a duplicate of his mama. Um. So when he was 14, no, when he started smoking, he started smoking in between from seventh grade to eighth grade. Okay. Or when I knew he started smoking with seventh grade to eighth grade. We live in Orange County, California. These kids get really nice allowances, $100, $200 allowances right. every week. Why you need to give a teenager that kind of allowance, I don't know. <laughs> so they were going to go get weed, but it was the good weed. It wasn't the stuff like that we grew up with or like, you know, you have no, two or three no, choices. No Mexican break. They ain't no Mexican Yeah, break. no. They, they, have, they have none of that. They have, you know some real shit um so you know he had a really bad trip where somebody laced him with something his first experience of having that and after that i was like look obviously you're not gonna stop doing this because we've been arguing about this for the last two years but i need you to know what you're smoking so go do your research and go find out about cannabis so that you know what you're smoking and what to go ask for if somebody's giving you something when he came back he was like mom I just don't need, I just don't want the cannabis. He was like, I literally need it. I needed to be able to function and go to sleep at night, to concentrate on school, to skateboard, to play soccer, to do all these things. My son had, he had the same syndrome that I did, but he had mo more comorbidities than I did. So he had like scoliosis of the spine. Mm. He had a benign tumor on his knee. Um, he had insomnia. He had um ADHD he just had a whole bunch more you know difficulties than I did right so once he told me that 
that's when I actually started researching cannabis on its own, right? Just the plant. But at this time, still only knowing about flower, starting to learn about um, sativa, indica, terpene, CBD, these kind of things, but still only concentrating on the flower, not understanding the varieties of ways it, it, could, right. it could be used. Like I could be putting it in his cream. I could be feeding him CBD to make his immune system stronger. Like I wasn't doing any of those things because I didn't know about them. So when I started culinary cannabis, I seen a need for education, yes, to cook, but also to be able to help, you know, people that have themselves have um, like fibromyalgia, MS, or right. take care of family members that have dementia or Alzheimer's or their kids having autism, learning the benefits of infusing and then being able to use that beneficial for their health healthcare is what fuels my passion to continue doing what I'm doing. Because by no means, I know, you know, being a woman in this space and then being a woman of color in this space is like, it's not, it's probably one, I thought going to school for nursing was difficult. This is probably one of the top five, top five most difficult things I have ever done in my life, emotionally, physically, financially. So yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I feel like, um, like I've been helping other companies for like 22 years. I've been running um, restaurants. I'm a certified chef. Like I've been doing those things for years for other businesses. And when I decide to, when I stumble across, I guess my experience or how I fell in love with cannabis, which is through the growing avenues, um, I have my, the same things you just said. It's been the hardest, roughest, draining, most emotional. But the crazy part, normally if I state those like things out loud, it's like I'm, it's time to quit, move on. I will state those things every single day. And for some strange reason, I fall more in love. I'm more like, you know what I mean? Like, I love this thing. Like, like what else can you come up with? Here you go with your shenanigans. Like, you always want to bob and weave. Like, you know, what right. And it's really not the plant not really bobbing and weaving. It's just me learning more about the plant, knowing, trying to learn more than what I didn't know before, basically. But it's also so rewarding yes. once you see how it changes someone's life that didn't know about it or right. wasn't expecting it. It makes all of that so worth it 10 times over. It makes it all it makes it all worth it. When was your first experience with the plant? Like the first time you smoked it? Okay, because yeah, my first experience with the plant is different than the first time I tried it. Those are two different things. Um, so the first time I experienced cannabis, which probably yeah. if you're around my age, it's probably the same thing was the box underneath the bed that was dad's that Damn. was not supposed to touch. You didn't know what was in there, but you knew they had that smell when they went to go have their own grown up time. But it's grown up. Listen, that's why I said times is different. I remember at a time and age, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can play, laugh, joke, everything. Auntie, love you, God, mom, all that. It gets to a certain time of night where it is grown folks' hour, and, and you, you belong out. upstairs. Go upstairs, close your room. No, you can't have nothing else to drink. Take your ass to bed. It's grown folk hour. That's like my mom used to be like, it's grown folks' hour. That's what it yeah. is. Take it upstairs. Hit it. Like, you like, oh man. But you like, I remember my mom having a roach clip hanging from the dashboard with the fe with the feathers on it, which I don't even make roach clips no more. But like that's so that's my first experience with cannabis, right? But the first time I actually smoked cannabis, mind you, 
my my best friend been smoking since she was probably 12. And this this girl is the best roller that I know in life. She can be singing, driving, cutting, rolling a blunt, all at the same time. What? At the same time. And not individually, no, not all at the same time. Yes. No, I can't um, do all that. And, and I can roll daughter, and probably drive, but I got to be at a stoplight. And no, it's not, I'm going to be on the freeway. I'm in the passenger seat and she's driving. She don't be like, here, can you do this? No, nope. she just be like, and I'm like, you no, mm-mm. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing get out of here <laughs> but i love her um so my first time smoking was actually on graduation night of um high school because i'm naturally bubbly i'm naturally hyper than everybody else already so it's like i you guys I don't, I don't i didn't smoke or drink i don't need that i'm already the life of the party y'all really want me to be more hype than i are right you right right you, you, you really want that um so the first time it was me and I think three or four of my girlfriends and my mom, who I love to death, trusted me with my friends. So she let us take, at the time it was a minivan. I remember it was a gold minivan. We did a lot of things in our minivan. Gold, a gold minivan? Bro? A gold yes. minivan. I was going to be asking about them gold minivans. So we had... I think it was a joint. I think after that, I tried a bong, but it was a joint. And we smoked in the car. And we were sitting at the parking lot in McDon- at, McDon- at Taco Bell, not McDonald's, at Taco Bell. And I smoked. And I smoked. And I was just like, this is what y'all get excited about? I was like, I don't need this shit. Like, this is, the, it, I was like, it didn't do, for me, I didn't feel that it did anything for me. So I was like, I, I'm good. I don't need to do this. Uh, so I didn't really, I didn't really smoke that one. My friend smoked, but I re- really didn't smoke that much. I probably started smoking again when I was probably after I had my son, like twenty two, and I lived with my best friend at the time. So you know, we smoke, we drink, we have parties, um, and I still didn't know how to roll or even, and I was scary, so I was not going to like some stranger and going to go get some dying back. Like I'm not. Like, meet me on the corner on Fifth Street. Like, no. <laughs> no, bro. I've always been bougie, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'll smoke your weed, but I'm not going, I'm not doing none of that. So if it was with my friends or, or with my friends, then I didn't, I didn't smoke or I didn't smoke weed. So that was like my first, you know, experience. And then I didn't smoke again until I was like 22, but then it was always like, just socially. It wasn't like, you know, and for no reason, just because we was having a good time. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. Is is your would you say your preferred method of cannabis? Is it concentrates or is it flour? It's edibles. And I prefer it's edibles made edibles. flour. So you prefer because edibles over flour? I prefer edibles, but I prefer the infusion to be with fresh flour. So I okay. prefer whatever method you use to be with fresh flour. Because for me, when I do edibles with like um, distillates, okay. they give me a migraine. Okay. Like it literally, so literally, I'll try out gummies. I'll c- try a couple to see if they, if they work, and they work, okay. eat, work. But then the next morning, I wake up and I have a migraine, and I'm like, okay, not this one. So I wish that edibles would label how they infuse their stuff, so that people know. Like I, another pet peeve that I have is like spraying gummies. 
oh, that shit is so nasty. Like, it's so gross. Like, get, the whole point of you eating an edible is so that it tastes good, right? But you just sprayed this shit with these chemicals and it still tastes like chemicals. That's what that, that weed, that, that flower tastes when you feel like you're chewing on marijuana. Like, you feel like you're Right, eating. like, why? Yeah. And like, some people, people be like, it's, it should taste like cannabis. The whole point of it being an edible is so that it don't taste like cannabis. Tastes like cannabis. I wanted to just eat leaves. I could just eat leaves. I could just compress them, put them in juice, and do that. Like, no. <laughs> Wait. So, normally I ask this at the end. You, you said you, but you brought it up here, though. So, let me ask you this. What is your favorite edible, and what is your favorite edible recipe? So, my favorite way to consume an edible is usually in a drink. Okay. Um, if I'm making it, I like to make a fruit compote. So I like okay. to make the infused, infused sugar and then make a fruit compote. So like downstairs, I have some tea brewing so I can make like a peach jasmine iced tea. Oh. Oh. Or like a Moscow mule and having the agave infused. Like that's my favorite way to consume just because I prefer beverages probably over eating it anyways. So having right. it in a drink, if you want to win me over, make me make me a good make okay. me a good cannabis cocktail. Y'all hear that people? She said make her a good cannabis cocktail. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, my love. I know my, I know my last question gonna be popping when I ask it. Wait a minute now. <laughs> we a little saucy with that. Well, what kind of drink now? But uh, how do you deal with mental stress in your life? Mental stress? Um, I work more, which is really, really bad. <laughs> I find a new project to do. I find okay. somebody else to help. Like being busy is 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 my mental therapy. Okay. It's literally is literally being busy is how I get through stuff because if I'm distracted, then I don't have to think about it. And if it's some, if it's something that I can't do anything about, the best thing for me to do is to get is to be busy. If it's something that needs to be done, you know, fix wise, then trying to do a workaround and find out how to fix it and make it right. Um, I'm very big. If if you want somebody to just listen to you, I am not the person to come talk to because I'm very um, action driven. So if you tell me there's a problem or an issue. I automatically start thinking, well, we could do this, we could do that, we could try this, this might work, this right. might work. I know what you mean. And some people they just want to like vent and get I'm not, don't come to me. I'm not gonna be good for you. Cause I'm gonna be like, you just want me to sit here and say nothing. You don't <laughs> want me to help. You gotta get better I'm, with I, that. I'm, I said I would learn, but it it it's it's just not me. So yeah. Mm -hmm. A little time. You know, you gotta you gotta a little time oh inch by inch, crawl by crawl, you get there. Let me ask you, where was you at when you thought of, of um, your business name? Give me your business name. What's that business oh name? Oh, my God. What's um, your business name again? What is it for people hear it? What is it again? Culinary Cannabis. So my where business Where was you at when name, you came up with that name? So when I started, I don't do good with partners. I'm not good at sharing. When I started, I had somebody that was supposed to be my partner. And she was a more experienced um, chef. Um, and so we just, you know, shot back and forth, shot back and forth. And I was, I was at home and I literally texted her like, what about this? And she was like, that's it. Me, did, me and this lady don't even talk no more. Um, but yeah, so I had a, I had a, I had a partner in the beginning, um, that was supposed to be my partner, but I was financially doing everything and making all the decisions. So I was like, what kind of partner is this if you're not 
if you're not handing up dollars and you're not you just want to tell me what to do <laughs> this is not going to work um so yeah i was i was at home and i came up with it i think we went through about 40 or 50 names and i googled it and i was like oh my god nobody has it okay this is it this is it so that's that's where it came up from sitting at home and how long ago was that six years it will be seven years this october we started the seven event years ago october. somebody would have came to you and told you this is where would you be this is where you would be would you believe them nope not at all i didn't even the funny thing is like i didn't even have plans to be a nurse okay if you really ask me like when i graduated high school what i wanted to be nothing near any of the things that i am now at okay. all whatsoever no. How does how does your cannabis life collide with your nurse's life? Um, when I started the bit, when I started this, when I started culinary cannabis, I was very um, vocal and open with like my boss that I had at the time, um, and I think when did I maybe four months into me starting the business, I don't even think I had a website yet. Um, I got laid off. Um, they said that they laid me off for internet use, but everybody was on the internet and I had the highest productivity in my department, Right. three times as much as my coworkers. When she let me go, she cried. I'm like, why are you crying? You ain't fired. And I was, not, and let me tell you, I did not cry. I have been saying, what's so bad? So you, you don't speak into existence things that you really don't want to happen. This is a prime example. Not that I didn't want it to happen and I wasn't fine. But for like six to eight months before they let me go, I used to be in the office. Please just let them fire me. Please just let, just let them fire me so I could go on. So I could go on unemployment for a year. Just let them fire me. Just let them fire me. Just let them fire me. I pray for them to fire me. So when they actually fired me, I was like, okay, fine. I'm trashing right. on my 401k. I'm about to start this business. Right. I got to hook up on some disability. Like, I'm good. I'm taking a whole year off. I took a whole year off and invested it into launching culinary cannabis and was totally fine. But I spoke that into existence. Like, we're going to speak, make sure we're speaking this production company into existence. Like you speak it in existence, pray for an existence the same way you pray to get fired. The same, I need you to have the same energy, the same energy. Okay? I need to say it every day. I literally went into work yeah, yeah. and I didn't well, say yeah, it every day. Myself. I want you to say every day this production coming. I want you to matter of fact, three times a day, doctor's three orders. Times a day. Three yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I said it to myself. I said it to my co I didn't say it to my boss, but I said it to myself. I said it to my coworkers. I know it was like, are you said, yeah, fire me. Just please fire me. So now we need to have production company, female lab production company. I know that's right. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm receiving what you're giving and speaking back right to you. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Now, so you, you talked about health for a minute, and one of the things about health, you said, you know, you have, do you have recipes for your health? Like certain things like ex eczema, do you have a special recipe for that? I don't have a special um, topical because I have eczema, but my eczema, how do I say? I have eczema, but my immune system is also compromised. So it's, okay. a, it's difficult to find something that will help all the time because my okay. body just doesn't have the DNA 
to okay. fight it off. So it's just like, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to fix something, but there's a missing piece to it. Okay. So, you know, I do have maintenance and I do have do things that I do just to maintain and to keep it healthy and to keep it hydrated, which is probably why I'm more, more on the wellness side. So I have, you know, my, my uh, facials that I do all the time, my scrubs that, that I use all the time in particular, because they work with my eczema. Like I am, okay. if you see me, all this is scars, but my face itself is like super, super soft and super, super smooth. But like all this is like 45 years of like damage and scratching and, you know, right. all that other stuff. So just, you know, I do t have a routine if I take CBD in the day, in the tinctures in the evening and at night, um, I always smoke at night. Um, then, you know, I have my regimen for my skincare, my particular soaps and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, it's a difficult, I'm a difficult case. I'm a difficult cookie. Okay. So those, those, just so you know, people, those, uh, I think some of those products you're talking about, you can't get from her on a good old, good old website over there. And, you know, some of those oils and topicals and we can already get into Candice Bob, but right before that, make sure if you like and subscribe to this channel, hit the like button, subscribe button, leave a comment. Do something. Tell me if I'm good, bad, you know, whatever. Just talk to me. People, you know, I like talking to you. And don't forget on Sunday nights at 9.30 on CLTV, my big bros, Green Goblin, uh, Trey, Rob. I mean, go over there and have your session with my big bros. You know, they got you. Don't forget to stop by Twitch right after that till your 420 Pigeons. He's over there on Twitch. You know, he be tripping over there. And don't forget the older brother, Mr. Grow It, going out the week. I think he just dropped a new video last week. And I got a surprise with Mr. Dog over the hut. Hey, 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 hey. Now, let's talk about this can of spa because I'm trying to get better with my self care. Let's get into it. Like, where were you at when you thought of can of spa? How did all this can of spa this ooziness come about? So, can of spa was, was um, an accident. <laughs> Yes. Wait, that's you like, that's not like you had, you know, you had that baby. You was like, I wasn't thinking about you, but I'm happy you're here, baby. That was a very uh, successful accident because let's y'all know, if I'm not mistaken, it's an eight or a seven city tour, eight tour. So this time it's a two city tour, but next year it's six states, two cities in each state. Okay, so I thought I saw the advertising that you was something bigger. I said, what I say, like. Well, we started we started out at three and then now we're down to two because people in colorado didn't want to come out so uh, we'll see you next year colorado um so it's a two-city tour um but Spot itself started because i have um i have a friend the, the guy that was just the other one the massage therapist um who for sugar and spice, he would do. We would do parties together. We would do birthday parties together, right? So he would do the massages. I would do the desserts. Like that was our thing, Mr. Anton, right there, Mr. Murray. Um, so when I was in, you know, creating culinary cannabis, the food event, I was like, look, bro, um, I needed to do something to create attention towards the culinary, the the food event, right? So I was like, have you ever given a massage with cannabis? And he was like, a couple of times. And I was like, look. I have this idea to do this event called Cannabis Spa, and I'm going to make you the most popular and after-demand cannabis massage therapist in California. Oh, I was okay. going to do this, hey, right? Get into it. I'm, I'm taking a whole team with me. Everybody going with me. So we did literally a month before our big, my first big event. We did um, a Cannabis Spa. It was all of like 12 people. 
We did it at a hotel in Irvine around the corner from my house. Um, we had um, High Times magazine there. We had um, Mary Jane magazine there. We had Hope Flood the Comedian there. Like, it was just small and intimate. Everybody got their massages. They got their facials. It started off real small. They just got goodie bags with, like, you know, some cannabis treats in them. And then we had, like, a um, a buffet for them to eat, right? So we did, right. it, it was real small, 15, 20 people. Um, and so that was, that was the first time that we had did that. So we did that, and I was like, okay, well, it's easier for me to put together these can of spas than the food and wine event because of the food and wine event you have to um get chefs you have to interview the chefs like it's a whole you know it's just it's a it's a lot more difficult to do when you're working with chefs and food it's more difficult so i was like okay but we could do these can of spas in between doing these bigger events well the can of spas turned into a more frequent and more bigger part of the brand than the food part but that's also because the fda still hasn't like clarified exactly like can you put cbd in food can you put THC? yeah we want to talk about that i was going to ask you about that how'd you feel about that ruling they made over there they tripping talking about uh cbd is not considered dietary not a dietary like i'm like can y'all just y'all just need to get it together they just need to get it together uh, that's just because they want to change the rules and make it a little bit more common. They're trying to get a cut of that CBD money. That's what they're trying to get a cut I don't of. care what they want to do. Can we just get it together? Like, <laughs> I, here's my thing. Every industry, you want to have to pay some money, right? So if it needs to be regulated, it needs to be regulated. And I'm also in the healthcare field. And it, there's a lot of things that this plan can help with. But we can't get there to find out what it is until we have rules and regulations so that we can test it and actually see how it works, who it works for, how it found it. We can't do any of that until we have regulations. So, so some people are so against it, but we have to start somewhere. We have right. to start somewhere and see where it works and then go on and change and manipulate stuff. If we don't start with anything, we're not going to know. So, yeah, I'm, cannabis people probably hate me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I forgot what I was about to tell you. So, um, so that's kind of how Cannabis Spa started, right? Right. Um, and then we added in the vendors and the brands to come to come on site because before we would have them just put stuff in a bag and they would come and they could talk about their product but they weren't necessarily giving people the option to purchase their products on site. Um, I think it was maybe a year, no, maybe eight months into the brand that we had our first event where we had vendors, where we had our cooking competition, where we had the services on site and people seemed to really enjoy it. Um, and also, you know, our events are interactive events. So with this plant, it does so many things and you can use it so many ways. Our events about incorporating all that with touch, with the massage and the facial, with taste, with the chefs, with touching, with experiencing by different, di getting to smell and experience different brands and different products. So it's all encompassing the can of spas. And who don't love a spa day? Like, come on now. Okay. Come on. We yes, have had so. people that are like, I don't like being touched. I'm like, just. I mean, listen. Here's the thing. The one thing that we as 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 people, you know, some and, and our people need to get okay with luxury. I heard mm -hmm. another sister say that. I heard another sister say that before. She was like, Our people need to get comfortable with luxury. And I've been I processed that for a while. And I was like, you know what? It's right. Like you need to be okay with like for some reason I feel like in our culture we 
when people are comfortable in their luxury and we see it and we don't have that luxury yet, I feel like we label them. People start labeling them as the other oh, showing off or they're not giving back to the community. Right? Somebody has something to say about something because, mm -hmm. you know, you didn't achieve that level as of yet. Because I feel like we all are going to and we all are capable of. You just, it just haven't been our time yet or your time yet, whatever yet. So I feel like when people say that, they're just, they hate But But also, if you think about what's available in our community, right? Do we even have places for people to go get massages All right. in the community? Like, like, like go, do we have the spas? Like now, now we do. We starting to get them now. Which I love my black sisters. Mm -hmm. They starting to put them spas up, and there's it's not the hairdressers. You know what I'm saying? Or it's right. not the the nullery. It's the spa. Like, and they're embodying that. They have. They starting to have the this um hairdresser and the nail and the makeup and the waxing. I listen. Brushes is popping up. I see them. And not even just females in general, period. Like, I see it. Like, I see y'all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if we don't have, if you're not exposed to things, you don't know how to get access to them. Just like even, you know, like example for me, I didn't even know I could go to college when I got out of high school. I was like, we broke. I know about financial aid. We can't go to college. I'll just figure out what I'm whatever I'm gonna do. If we don't if we're not aware of the opportunities that are available to us, then we don't we can't take advantage of them. So that's another big thing that I'm about is like our events have to do a lot with education. Education for not only the consumer on how you can use the plant, but then also, you know, having showing people that look like us that are there are people in this industry that do other things besides touch the plant and that you can't do this. And that you can include this and that you can turn what you already do into something that's green because everything is needed. But we have to uh, us in the industry that represent that we have to show up. We have to right. talk about it. We have right. to scream it from right. the top of the mountaintops. Like. Take a friend with you. Grab one or two. I know that's right. I know that's right. What is your favorite terpene? Um, I don't have one. I don't have one and I don't think I don't have one because. I've only met a couple of chefs that concentrate with infusing with the terpenes. Mm -hmm. um, and my favorite chef that does this is Chef Andrea Drummer. She's very good at flower pairings. Like it's like, it's her, her, it's not just, the, it's flower pairing with the food. So I don't have a favorite because I do love edibles and a lot of, um, a lot of chefs, that's not their, their, you know, their specialty. And I'm not heavy on the flower, although I, I always have some. I'm not heavy on the flower. I'm not heavy on the flower. Okay. All right. How would you say? And the question I'm about to ask, I'm not asking about no my brother, sister, cousin stuff either. I want to say, how has cannabis affected your life? Your personal life? Um, culinary cannabis is my husband. I know that's that I can tell you. I, I have, um, I have, I don't even have, have I had? I have, but they were just things to do. So I haven't had like a serious relationship. Literally, culinary cannabis has probably been my husband. I do have, um, I don't even know if this is inappropriate to say, but I'm going to say it. I have penis on call, but I'm not, I'm not committed. I'm not committed. No, that, um, that's I'm a grown folk talk right there. That's, yeah, that's, not, that's not, grown women talk right there. Yes. There, there, there is nobody I have to like, except from, you know, 
the closest thing I have is, is so my would you daughter. date someone? So would you date? Would you or would like if a person is not into cannabis, does that play a part for you? No, as long as they're not trying to change me and my perspective and what I'm doing, they don't have to. They don't have to. They don't even have to drink. They don't have to do anything. If if that's how you function, that's fine. But don't don't try to block me and my blessings and be a hypocrite of what I'm doing. Anybody that I would have to have a relationship with would have to one. Be very goal oriented, um, so they can inspire me while I'm inspiring them, uh, and they got to be ready to run because I'm running. I'm running till I get to the million dollars, and then once I get there, I probably want a couple of more. So, I ain't mad with you. I'm right there with you. I'm trying to train. I'm trying to train with you. I'm trying to get mm -hmm. trying to get in five years. Where you want? Where you want to see your business in five years? Um, international. I want there to be. Brick and mortar location. We're talking this five years into existence right now. Speak a little louder. Right. I, I want it to be international. I want to have brick and mortars in multiple states and locations. I want to be able to have programs and schools in place for, you know, startup brands and companies, not just cannabis, but entrepreneur-wise, period. Um, you know, the, those are my goals. I'm very big on educating and educating our community. Um, so putting it in places that they maybe normally wouldn't find them. Okay. Now my next question I normally ask, what charities and organizations would you like people to know about? But instead of me asking that, it's an organization that you are a part of that I want to know about. And it's the chef, like you have a collaboration with, I think it's USC. Oh yes. Oh my, I'm so, okay. I'm so glad you asked me that. Cause I had totally something else in mind. Uh, so I'm going to ask this two parts. So as far as um, an organization that I support and one that's my favorite, um, it's called the House Foundation. Okay. Um, they are based in a lupus um, support organization, but okay. they support anybody with compromised immune systems. Um, okay. And the owner, her name is Kimberly House, but she's great at like helping you navigate through Medicare, um, getting your handicap sticker, all of that, and just emotional support for you as a patient when you're going through things, as well as emotional support for, you know, your loved one that's taking care of you. So any group that I support, that's the group that I support. Now you want to talk about, I'm so, I am so proud and honored to like. Yes. The old, I'm going to tell you why. I guess to me, I, I no disrespect. I, I take all, I want to know about all charities and organizations, believe that. So the one you just dropped, yes, respect too, deuces too. No, I probably wasn't on my radar. I guess to me, the reason why I was so excited to see um, that particular program, because, and it was back to what you said earlier, certain things you didn't know was possible growing up. Like, I didn't know nothing about a chef. I didn't know about, about being a business owner. I didn't know about entrepreneurs and all that to carry on. And it's weird because the age I am now, and I don't have a problem to say, because my birthday is coming up in October. I'll be 43. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? And and are you, are you I feel, I'm a Scorpio. I would get around great. I love my mom. She's Scorpio. Scorpio. A couple of my favorite yeah. people are Scorpios and Libras. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So my thing, my thing with that is I didn't know about certain things growing up. You know what I mean? Is as I was growing and becoming into becoming an adult. And one, I mean, my my mom was a a work mom. Her belief was you work from nine to five and you mm -hmm. do that until you retire, and that's what it is. Like that's what that was. So for my mom, you know. To see me even operate in the, the position that I am now, 
you know, to her, even being a manager, because I was always been in management, even her me being a manager to her was far-fetched. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have nobody teaching it. So when I saw the program that you're doing for where you're, you're introducing actual chefs to college students, you know what I'm saying? To me, that was dope because had somebody would have introduced that to me like when I was getting into college, like that was an option. I probably would have did it. You know what I mean? I didn't know. I didn't know about being a chef or call. I didn't know about food, levels of food. And, so, and it's not like I came from like some poor family. I didn't. You know what I mean? Like I come from upper middle class, but it's just I wasn't educated on certain those things. It was get a job, do this. You know, and that's how it was. <laughs> so for you to do that and pair up, I think is dope. So. Thank you. Um, so this actually came. Okay. So if you don't know, Chef Matt is like, uh, my little big brother, my road dog, my ace in the hole. Um, someone that I always go to advice or recommendations. Um, you know, he's that support um, for me. And he's also like my lead chef. So anytime I have something and somebody requests something, he's the one I go to first and then everybody else after him. He's also my lead educator in the space. If I'm looking for somebody to teach cooking classes, he's very, he's very good at that. And he cooks such a wide variety of foods. Um, He could cook anything for anybody. So um, this collaboration came um, from him. So he had the connection with the kids at the, 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 the students at um, USC. And what it is, is they are cannabis USC students in the law department and in the the business department, right? So they were trying to figure out, yes, you know, we have this cannabis club and they eventually want to go into having um, fields in the cannabis was what their primary study is. But it's like, even when you do that, how do you get experience? How do you get mentorship? Because a lot of the things, even outside of cannabis, they come because of the networking that you do. A lot of stuff is still not in the books. So this came about because, yes, they're not necessarily have the desire to be chefs right now, but learning how to cook with cannabis and learning. It also gives interest and access to other students outside of their group to come and learn how to cook with cannabis. We have, you know, lots of plans to implement other things and bring on mentorships for them, bring on education on growing, all kinds of things so that they they have a variety of information and then giving them access, direct access to people in the community. So we will be lining up a program with them for them I to be able to do dope. mentorships, to be able dope. to work with, you I, know, I branding agencies, good. lawyers, all of that. And they are such a great group of kids. It is literally probably one of the things that I'm most proud of doing in the cannabis space and it's starting at USC but we have plans to branch out and collaborate with other um, universities and create other cannabis clubs within universities okay that's dope that's dope yeah what's your wildest cannabis story hmm? what's your wildest, wildest cannabis, cannabis story, story? I don't know if I necessarily have a wild one. I have a funny one. So my best friend who I've been speaking about all day, she also does hair. So we were at her apartment drinking on some wet red wine and smoking while she put in my weave in. I'm like, you know, this is, you know, this is how we do. Literally, she is in the middle of sewing in a track. And I was like, stop she had got me drunk and I was crossfaded. I was like, I need to lay down. And literally she let go. The needle was still in my head and I just 
dived and went to sleep <laughs> on her bed for like an hour or so. And then I got up and I was like, okay, I'm ready. And she was like, bitch, what is wrong with you? I was like, well, you 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 got me high and you got me drinking. I needed to take a nap. She said, well, she drool all over me, drool all over the table. And she was just like, I just said, so, I I can, so, so that tells you I cannot smoke and drink. I see, I see. You're not happy headed. I got it. He <laughs> was like, I have a limit, a tolerance. You know, I'm I'm a CBD director for now. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like one, one or one or one or the other. One or one or the other. You get one. You get one choice. All right, so I'm calling you up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm calling you up, Tay. Tay, girl, your girl got a date. Help me plan this date out. I need you to help me plan this data. I'm trying to get it popping at the end of the night. Okay. What we doing? First of all, where y'all going? What you doing? How 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 long? How good you know this man? Because you know we need to get some some lickable edibles on deck. I know this man. I know this man. I'm trying to get it clapping. Okay. Well, you need you need to get some 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 topicals that are are spreadable and lickable. We need to get some infused wine. We need yes. to get some chocolate covered strawberries. Like yes. you need to be a night. You need to get the can of small box because it comes with a soundtrack. Oh, that ain't not listen, but all, we gotta get this. That, yes. All that. I mean, the ultimate would be, you know, you stay at home and give each other a spa experience. Like you give a man a beard or a facial wash and he ain't never had girl. You can ask for whatever you want. Whatever you want. I'm booking. Hold on. Wait a minute. Write this sticky note. Y'all better make sure y'all write that down, people. Y'all better get with us. Try to get you. I'm telling you, I got tricks up my sleeves. I have lots of brothers and male friends, more than female friends, and we we chat a lot. I know that's right. I know that's right. So she about to get me. I'm about to snatch him. Yeah, here's the thing. Men need to be pampered, and a lot of times we women are pampered. And men don't get pampered. So if can you imagine if their first experience is with you? Baby, whatever you want, baby. It's all <laughs> yours. It's all you. Out here telling all the tricks. Be quiet. I want them. I want I want us, I want our community to be strong. I know. We need all we need all that. Them gems. You better listen. And learn how to cook too. Mm. Yeah, you better learn how to cook. Listen, you can at least learn right, how to cook. Listen, cook if you know how to cook the right meal, he ain't going out. Even if he thought he was going out, he ain't going to do nothing. So on their couch and chill out for a second. You cooking the right meal? You right, listen, listen. And I was in a, a group on Clubhouse yes, yesterday, and they were talking about, which is something I, I don't think about, but talking about like, do you believe in like gender roles? Right? Like we as women are so like we want equality, we want equality, we want equality, right. but literally. The roles are in place because it's it's a balance. So like having a man that is able to take care of himself and confident in taking care of himself will make a good man to have a relationship with. I'll say that. If you have somebody that's not stable within himself and taking care of himself, he's exactly. not going to be a good partner for you because he's exactly. not going to be confident within himself. Exactly. Exactly. He's not gonna be. He's he's always gonna be looking for something else. I preach, but I love no. So it's not just it's not being a gold digger. It's not any of that. But you need to have somebody that is confident and secure in himself and able to take care of himself, so you can be an addition to whatever he has instead of being a burden. And I don't think the Candace sisters in the back heard you. Let them know in the back. They let them know. Take care. I'm a man that take care of himself. 
And y'all need to be looking at these nerds and not these big jobs. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just okay, saying. Listen, let them know. Let them know. Let them know. I'm just saying. It's some smart jobs, though, too, but you know. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course. I agree, I agree. Uh, listen, most of the time, the smart jacks are the nerds and vice versa most of the time. Like, mm -hmm. They just on that football so they can get that scholarship so they can get paid for it so they don't have no debt. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm You'd be surprised. That's, that was just that, that football was just that that chariot, that little ride to get there, you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So let me ask you, on this on this journey and path that I'm on, what advice would you give me? What advice would I give you? Um, stay true to yourself. Listen to your inner self, your inner self and warning signs. A lot of times we ignore things that our body is telling us. And a lot of times your body is not gonna steer you wrong. So if you feel like something is going to go good, then do it. If you're doubtful about something, rethink it and really, really relook at it. And just, you know, be confident in what you're doing. Confidence is key. Walk in there and be All like, right. I need another thousand dollars now. Why? Because I need it. Okay, ma'am, here you go. Here you go. I feel and you. don't be afraid to ask. I tell people all the time, don't be afraid to ask. Because a lot of times people don't do things out of fear. And they won't ask out of fear or intimidation. Don't be afraid to ask anybody anything. Because no, they may say no, but no just means not right now. It doesn't mean not forever. So literally a lot of the relationships that I have and a lot of things that I've had are just because I ask. I, if I see you out in public and you, do, would you like this? Would you like to be a part of this? Would you like education on this? I don't have no problem sending a message. Nobody, just ask. So if there's something that you want, somebody you want to work with, a program you want to learn about, just ask. And a lot of times if you inquire for something and you think it's with it, not within your reach, ask. Do you have some alternatives for, to that? Do you have something else that I can do to get that? Because I'm, I'm really interested in that. And maybe you don't have the budget for it right now. You, The, the original money was the barter system. So don't be afraid to ask. Oh, that's right. Thank you. My last and final question, I do appreciate you. I do appreciate the time that you, you know, your energy, your vibe. I love you. I enjoy your brand. I love your brand. Your brand is, y'all, ladies, is some self, her, she represents, if, put it this way, if self-care was a person, she it. She it. I'm going to be honest with you. She it. I'm trying to tell y'all, check it out. Uh, don't forget, look, right there, culinary and cannabis. Last question. If you, if you have your dream smoke sesh, dream sesh, five people, dead or alive, who's at this sesh? My son, Oprah, Obama, Bob Marley, okay. and Rihanna. Hey, now that's a saucy little group right there, yes. That, that, that would be it. I know that's right. I'm listen. That's I like that. I like that. I like that such. That such was kind of dope there. Remember, people, if you like what you see in this video or on this episode, or you want to see someone else as well, come up on this show. Drop it in the links below. Hit the subscribe button. Check out them links as well. Some discount codes in there. I promise you. You looking for it? Looking for some lights? Some is down there. I promise. Go check it out. You know what I mean? And remember, on Sundays, get it together. 
Get your meditation together. What him got, you know, I'm still trying to get my zen, my, my center right for me. You know what I mean? Don't forget on Tuesday nights, people. No, I'm sorry. Sunday nights. <laughs> Stone moment. Sunday nights. <laughs> Big Roll, CLTV. Check them out. And remember, people, stay lifted. Thank you.